Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. If you haven't already done a temperature check on your personal finances, then it's about time you did so. So let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to Tweet Trends. You know, when I say the month April, what comes to mind? I'd like to think that maybe you say to yourself, April showers bring May flowers. Or you say to yourself, hmm, April is tax season. Or, I don't know, maybe you got a birthday in April. Who knows? Something wild. Have you thought about the fact that April is also Financial Literacy Awareness Month? Yeah. The cool thing about finances is an evergreen topic. It's never a bad time to talk about your finances, to figure out your finances. Where is your money going? Where does it need to be going? Are you saving enough? Are you making enough? Are you spending too much? All of the questions about the money. How can I make more so that I don't have to worry and live paycheck to paycheck? That's a big one. So, I thought about all of this. It all came rushing to me. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to talk about this today. I was reading an article where this guy, Dave Ramsey, was being interviewed. And you may have heard of him before. He's a radio personality. He offers financial advice. Um, he's written a couple of books. And the the interviewer asked him like four main questions. And as I'm reading this article, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. And I got to one part where he was very transparent. He he gave a piece of information from his history. And when I read that, I felt some type of way. And I know it's probably not fair, but I'm going to explain the whole thing to you. So in this particular article... There were four things that they were bringing up. And, you know, the first thing was, what's the first thing that you recommend that people do if they're trying to get their finances under control? And Dave was like, cut up all your credit cards, write a budget down on paper, check for your money, see where it's going. And then I guess rather than see where it's going, tell it where to go other than looking for it to figure out where it went. And I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I can see all of that stuff. Mm -hmm." Now the credit card thing, I'm like, all right, let's not get so hasty with that and cutting up credit cards. Because if you have credit, if you have a credit card, you might want to hold on to it for emergency purposes. Don't cut them all up. Don't do that. But if you know that you don't know how to have one and be um, be mindful 
of the fact that it's not free money, then you have to come up with a new plan, a better plan. But I still wouldn't say cut it up. One more thing about this cutting up credit card deal. I just got to get this out. We all know Murphy's Law is real. And if you cut up that credit card, I am willing to put money on it that within minutes, something stupid is going to happen and you're going to need that credit card and you're not going to have it anymore. Then what do you do? You cry. I don't know. But, you know, be responsible. Be an adult about it. Don't abuse the card. But doggy, don't cut the darn thing up either. Just, Just saying. You know, okay, I'm going to step down from the soapbox. You know, I I need to change the name of the show to the soapbox because I feel like I'm always stepping up on it. But let me step back down. Okay, back to Dave. So one of the things in this article Dave mentions is don't fall for the, the get-quick-rich schemes. Ooh, that was tough. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That right there, what he said, don't do it. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. If it's something where you do the minimum a minimal amount of work to get a maximum amount of money, there's something fishy. Something ain't right with that story. Don't get yourself mixed up in something that is going to be worse trying to get yourself out of. Don't do it. Get a side hustle. Get a part-time job. Do something to help add a little bit more in. Because just think about it. If you have your regular job and you've been making ends meet with this regular job, now the budget is going to help you identify places where maybe you're overspending or, you know, places where your money is just kind of floating away and you don't even realize it because you have this magazine subscription. You don't read the magazine anymore, but yet you are paying for it, right? You don't need it. Cut it and move on. Save those few coins. Put it in your savings. Put it in your emergency fund and keep it moving, right? Now, another one of the things that he said was rather than the get-quick-rich schemes, go for the long-term investments. And I hear you with that. Investing, in my mind, for your average Joe, that's something that you're going to have to go to somebody and get some assistance with. It's not something that comes easy. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be in on the stock market and being a day trader or anything crazy like that. Mutual funds, you know, something that's diversified that if one part loses, the other part should be gaining and it all kind of just evens out and you know, low risk, or if you've got time, if you're young enough, go high risk and, you know, go for the, the big bucks. But in investing, though, you have to have time. It's not an overnight thing. It's not a weekend thing. It is a long haul thing. It's like you set it and forget it. You put the money in there and maybe you continue to put money in monthly 
so that it grows and grows. And then eventually one day your portfolio is looking great. But if you need the money, if you're like a here and now type person and you're like, hey, I don't have 10 years to build this little nest egg thingy here. I need some help now. That's when you go out and get you a part-time, a side hustle, a something. Something to help offset what it is that you're having to pay and to try to get ahead. Okay, I got to get to the part where I was in my feelings. I know you're like, you haven't said a thing about it yet. Here it goes. So the last part of this article, the interviewer asked Dave, he's like, hey, so what's the worst thing you did with money? And Dave's like, oh, dude, let me tell you. What I did was I had this little business thing going. I was buying these properties. At least I think that's what he said. And basically he was buying the properties with loaned money from the bank. The bank came to collect on their money. He didn't have it. So he filed for bankruptcy in 88. And that's when my feelings came into play. I was all in my feelings because I'm like, wait a minute. So earlier in this article, you're saying cut up your credit cards, write out a budget, tell your money where to go. Don't you tell it where, I mean, don't you let it tell you where it's going. Um, All of these things. And now we get to the meat and potatoes of the story. You had a hard reset. And pun intended, that that's a hard decision to make to say, you know what, I'm going to file for bankruptcy. But I feel like that's the way that some people get out of the trouble that they've gotten themselves into. And they look at it like, oh, yeah, there are some consequences that I'm going to have to deal with because of this decision that I'm making. But I'm willing to take that hit because I want to start all over again. I want to start from the ground up. I want you to cancel all this debt and tell those people, tough tookums, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm filing for bankruptcy. Nan, nanny, boo-boo, you can't get none of this money. You know, so for me, that that was where the issue came in because I feel like all throughout the article, it's like, do the responsible thing, do the responsible thing, do the responsible thing. But then we come to the end and it's like, okay, but I did the irresponsible thing. And I said, you know what? Let's just uh, act like this didn't happen and start all over again. Give me, a, give me a fresh slate. I realize sometimes that's what you have to do. But I guess in my mind, it's like, did you not see this coming? How much money did you borrow? You know, and where in this whole timeline did you think that maybe you could possibly make it up that the money was going to come in and that you wouldn't have found yourself in that position. Once again, I know it's me. I was in my feelings. And I think just because I don't know that everybody can take that risk, that chance, that route. And this guy is like the financial advice dude. But let me say this too. It could be that because he's been through this, now what he's trying to mirror to you is, hey, this is what I did. Don't be like me. 
learn from my mistakes, don't do this, instead, do this right here, start here, do this, do that, A, B, C, X, Y, Z. Now, I do wonder, what does he do in the community? Does he do anything for the children? Does he talk to kids and young people, teenagers, about finances? You have this knowledge, you've made these mistakes, now are you sharing that knowledge with other people? Or do you have to put your money where your mouth is and buy the book and do it on your own? Just wondering, just saying, you know, is that how you made your money back? I don't know. Now, Dave, I let me say this. I don't have nothing against you. I don't much know you. But what I am saying is, you know, with people like this, I do often wonder, where's the give back? Where do you go then into the community and give back? So it would be great to be able to find out that information. So if you know anything about Dave Ramsey and like you want to share that with me, by all means, please do. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode. Bottom line is it's never too late to learn about finances. However, if you don't know much about them, then you should go and learn something. Whether that means pick up a book, take a class, do something. And learning about like investing, something as simple as, um, what do you call the things? Um, a savings bond, money market accounts, whatever. Learn about those things so that you can then be a better steward of your money. And then on top of that, if you have children and you don't know about money, then here's what you do. You go get a book and sit down with them and learn about it together. Take a class together. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to set this child up for failure by not introducing them to the world of finances And then they get to where you are in life and know just as much as you know today. So that's what we don't do. We're going to educate these children so that they make better money decisions than what maybe we did. That they're more responsible with credit. That they know how to balance an account. I can't say balance a checkbook because I don't even think checkbooks really even exist. And I think the further along in time we go, they won't even know what it is because it's not even going to be a thing. But that they can balance an account, that they can create a budget, that they know about wants and needs, all of that good stuff. Teach the children now so that they don't end up filing for bankruptcy in the future. Okay? That's all I have. You know where to find me, Twitter and Instagram, at HeyEvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag TweetTrends. Have a good one. See you back here in a couple of days.